ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار فيا عباد الله it is important upon us all to recognize the three key questions that all of us will be asked in our graves those three key questions that every muslim needs to know the answers to they are man rabbuka wa ma dinuka wa man nabiyuka who is your lord and what is your religion and who is your prophet Remember those three points who is your lord what is your religion and who is your prophet these three amongst others other questions that every individual will be asked in their graves every individual will be asked in their graves fi fitnatil qabr when the trial of the grave occurs and the angels they come then you will be questioned on those three affairs the first of them being who is your lord if it is said to you fa idha qila lak man rabbuk فَقُلْ رَبِّيَ اللَّهُ الَّذِي رَبَّانِي وَرَبَّا جَمِيعَ الْعَالَمِينَ بِنِعَمِهِ وَهُوَ مَعْبُودِي لَيْسَ لِي مَعْبُودٌ سِوَاهُ وَالدَّلِيلُ قَوْلُهُ تَعَالَى الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ If you are asked, who is your Lord? Then say, my Lord is the one who has nurtured me. and all of the creation with his blessings 
the one who was bestowed upon me and all of his creation with his blessings and he is the one whom I worship he is my Lord and I do not have any other Lord besides him these are the fundamentals that every Muslim needs to understand Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us and sent the prophets and messengers with exactly that message as Allah mentioned رُسُلًا مُبَشِّرِينَ وَمُنْذِرِينَ لِأَلَّا يَكُونَ لِلنَّاسِ عَلَى اللَّهِ حُجَّةِ Allah sent those messengers as bringers of glad tidings and as warners to bring the glad tidings to the people of taqwa, the people of iman, those who obey the commandments of Allah, glad tidings for them of paradise, and warners, warners against those who disobey the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, warn us against them that they are facing a terrible torment, a punishment of the fire, just as all of those who disobeyed Allah and all of those who refused to follow the revelation, all of those faced the torment of Allah and they will be in the hellfire just as it is mentioned about Fir'aun at the time of Musa alayhi salam and the others from the nations who opposed the message. This is the commandment that is upon us, that Allah is our Lord and we worship Him. Our purpose in creation is exactly that. وَأَنَّ الْمَسَاجِدَ لِلَّهِ فَلَا تَدْعُوا مَعَ اللَّهِ أَحَدًا That indeed all of the masajid, that is the physical masajid, and your bodies, your hands, your feet, your legs, your faces, your eyes, your mouths, they have been given to you so that you can use them to worship Allah. These blessings have not been given to you so that you can disobey Allah. They have not been given to you so that you can commit shirk. Rather, they have been given to you so that you may obey and worship Allah alone. وَأَنَّ الْمَسَاجِدَ لِلَّهِ Indeed, the masajid are for Allah. فَلَا تَدْعُوا مَعَ اللَّهِ Then do not call upon others. Do not call upon others besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do not call upon other deities. Do not call upon the dead in their graves. Do not call upon those who claim to be awliya of Allah. And they claim to be able to answer your dua. And they claim that they can take your dua to Allah for you. All of this is from the shirk. All of this is exactly what the mushrikun at the time of the Prophet ﷺ used to do. 
It is exactly what they used to claim. They used to say, هَؤُلَاءِ شُفَعَاؤُنَا عِنْدَ اللَّهِ These are our intercessors with Allah. وَمَا نَعْبُدُهُمْ إِلَّا لِيُقَرِّبُونَا إِلَى اللَّهِ زُلْفًا And we do not worship them, they used to say, except that they will bring us closer to Allah. All of that is shirk. Going through intermediaries, going through other people, going through the dead in their graves. This is not what we have been commanded to do. We have been commanded to turn in repentance and seeking forgiveness from our Lord directly from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make dua to him to ask him to call upon him to make that supplication to him return to your Lord in forgiveness return to your Lord in seeking that mercy and forgiveness and repentance from Allah and do not make your dua to others besides Allah. Do not call upon the deceased or the alive. Do not call upon those who cannot answer you nor can they benefit you. So when we say, Man Rabbuka, who is your Lord? Then your Lord is the one who created you and created everything in this universe created everything in this creation so then if it is said to you how do you know who your lord is how do you know who your lord is then you tell them from the signs of allah and from the creation of Allah, then we recognize who our Lord is. From the signs of Allah are the night and the day, and the sun and the moon, and all of that which is between them and everything which exists within them. From His signs are the night and the day, and the sun and the moon. And then Allah tells us, لا تسجدوا للشمس ولا للقمر واسجدوا لله الذي خلقهن Do not prostrate to the sun nor the moon. Rather prostrate to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one who created them. And that is why when you look at the Qur'an and you ponder and examine if you examine the Qur'an, then you will see that the very first command that Allah gives us in the Qur'an, the very first time, when you read the Qur'an from the beginning, the first command you will come across is when Allah says, يَا أَيُّهَا النَّاسُ عِبُدُوا رَبَّكُمُ الَّذِي خَلَقَكُمْ وَالَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبَلِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ O oh, people, worship your Lord, the one who created you and created those who came before you. That is the first command we are given in the Quran. The first order Allah gives us in the Quran at the beginning 
is the ayah when Allah tells us, O oh people, worship your Lord, the one who created you and created those who came before you. And then Allah goes on to mention, He is the one who has made this earth as a resting place for you and the sky as a canopy above you and he is the one who sends down the rain upon you and he is the one who causes the vegetation to grow for you Allah is the one who provides all of that for you so worship him alone this is the message that we have this is what the messenger sallallahu was sent with Allah sent the messenger to warn against shirk and to call to tawheed that is what is upon us and that is what will bring about salvation for us as for the one who refuses that then he has not understood who his Lord is he has not understood what his purpose is he has not understood what the right of Allah upon him is. And the messenger already told us what the rights of Allah upon us are. In the hadith of Mu'adh ibn Jabal, radiyallahu anhu, the Prophet وسلم, said to him, Ya Mu'adh, atadri ma haqqullahi ala al-ibad? Oh Mu'adh, do you know what the right of Allah is upon the servants? What is the right that Allah has upon us? And then he told him, The right of Allah, Haqqullahi ala al-ibad, an ya'buduhu wa la yushriku bihi shay'a. That we worship him alone, and we do not commit any shirk alongside him. And then the Prophet sallallahu went on to say, and the right of the servants upon Allah not that we have any rights upon Allah but the blessing that Allah has given us is that Allah will not punish the one who does not commit shirk with him those who are going to be punished in the hereafter are those who fall into shirk Allah does not forgive that you fall into shirk, but he forgives all else to whom he wills. These important points are the principal points of our religion. This is the basis of our religion. When you look at the five pillars of Islam, when Jibreel alayhi salam, said to the Prophet ﷺ in the famous hadith of Umar radiyallahu يديه على فخذي ثم قال يا محمد أخبرني عن الإسلام when Jibreel عليه السلام came that time and he sat with the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم and he said to him tell me about Islam فقال الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم الإسلام 
أن تشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأن محمد رسول الله وتقيم الصلاة وتؤتي الزكاة وتصوم رمضان وتحج بيت الله الحرام. Then the Prophet ﷺ mentioned the five pillars of Islam. What was the first pillar mentioned? The first pillar of your Islam is the shahada that there is none worthy of worship in truth except Allah. There is none deserving of your worship except Allah. La ma'bud bihaqqin illa Allah. None has the right to be worshipped in truth except Allah. That is what you are upon. وَإِذْ قَالَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ لِأَبِيهِ وَقَوْمِهِ إِنَّنِي بَرَاءٌ مِّمَّا تَعْبُدُونَ إِلَّا الَّذِي فَطَرَنِي فَإِنَّهُ سَيَهْدِينَ When Ibrahim mentioned to his people that I am innocent of what you worship, I only worship the one who created me. I do not worship these idols, these dead in the graves. I do not worship these deities of yours, these so-called gods. And they cannot do anything and they cannot help, nor can they harm. So be aware, in the grave, the first question you will be asked, Man Rabbuka, who is your Lord? Who is your creator? Who is Allah? What is the right of Allah upon you? What is the worship? What is the tawheed? That is the fundamental of your religion. If a person does not know that, a person does not practice tawheed, he is in rejection of it, then you can fast all of your life, you can pray all of your life, you can give zakat all of your life, you can do hajj every year of your life, and it will not be accepted. And you will be from the kuffar in the hellfire. Because the one who does not accept tawheed, he does not accept the shahada, does not understand and practice and implement that, then the rest of the pillars of Islam become null and void. They are built upon the shahada. They require the shahada to be built upon. You can only do the rest of those worships and the rest of the pillars if you accept the shahada in the first place. That you understand tawheed in the first place. That you practice tawheed in the first place. A person who does not, he goes and makes tawaf around the graves. He prostrates to the graves. He makes dua to the graves. He slaughters for the people in the graves. And then he goes and prays and gives zakat. Those people the scholars have mentioned are mushrikun. Their acts are acts of shirk even if they pray. At the time of Ali ibn Abi Talib, radiyallahu anhu, there were some Shia. And they used to say that Ali ibn Abi Talib is Allah. That there is a part of Allah in Ali ibn Abi Talib. And they used to pray, and they used to do fasting, and they used to do all of the other things about Islam. But were they Muslims? All of the companions agreed they are not Muslims. Even if they go and fast every Ramadan, even if they give zakat, even if they do hajj, even if they pray five times a day, they say Ali has Allah in him, then they are kuffar because they have not understood the shahada. They have not practiced tawheed. So whatever else they do, it will not apply. So be very careful and understand this principle of Islam, the principle of tawheed, the principle of la ilaha illallah, and understanding it because all of your Islam is built upon that.
الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد على آله وصحبه أجمعين There are two other important questions a person will be asked in his grave The second is ما دينك What is your religion? Then a person needs to understand what those five pillars are Needs to understand what the rulings of them are Needs to understand what the six pillars of Iman are Because Jibreel alayhi salam Asked the Prophet sallallahu about that too And said to him Akhbirni anil iman Faqal an tu'mina billahi wa malaikatihi wa kutubihi wa rusulihi wa liyawmil akhir Wa an tu'mina bil qadari khayrihi wa sharrih Iman is that you have iman in Allah And iman in the angels Iman in the prophets and messengers Iman in the books of Allah, Iman in the day of judgment and everything that will happen, and Iman in the decree. How much Iman do we have in those things? How much knowledge do we have about these pillars of Iman? What do we know about the great angels of Allah? What do we know about the prophets and messengers who came before? What do we know about Abu Lambiya Ibrahim alayhi salam? What do we know about Nuh salam, Musa salam, Isa salam? Indeed, what do we know about Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam? Because from the usul of this religion also is ma'rifatu nabiyyikum. Because the third question is man nabiyyuka? Who was your prophet? Who was your prophet? You are Muslim. You follow Islam. Your prophet, who was he? Who was Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? And it's upon us to know Muhammad ibn Abdullah ibn Abdul Muttalib ibn Hashim Hashim in Quraysh wal Quraysh min al-Arab wal Arab min dhurriyati Ismail ibn Ibrahim alayhi wa ala nabiyyina afdali salati wa salam. We need to know who the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is that he was Muhammad the son of Abdullah the son of Abdul Muttalib the son of Hashim and they were from Quraysh, and the Quraysh were from the Arabs, and the Arabs were from the descendants of Ismail, the son of Ibrahim, alayhim salam We need to know that he was 63 years old when he died. وَلَهُ مِنَ الْعُمْرِ ثَلَاثٌ وَسِكْتُونَ سَنَةٌ أَرْبَعُونَ قَبْلَ النُّبُوَّةِ وَثَلَاثٌ وَعِشْرُونَ نَبِيًّا وَرَسُولًا 63 years old when the messenger died, 40 years before prophethood and the final 23 years of his life as a prophet and messenger he was made a prophet with the revelation in the cave of Hira when Jibreel came to him and gave those opening verses to him and then with ya ayyuhal muddathir qum fa'anvir ayyunvir ani shirki wa yad'u ila tawheed when he was given those ayat, Ya ayyuhal muddathir, now he was made a messenger, told to stand and preach amongst the people. And this is what he was upon. After the years of da'wah, years of calling to this religion and tawheed, tuufiya salawatullahi wa salamu wa deenuhu baq. He died, but his religion remains. La khayra illa dalla al-ummata alayh. There is no good except that the Prophet Muhammad guided us to it. And there is no bad except 
that he sallallahu alayhi wasallam warned us from it. So it is upon us to give focus to these three points. As a Muslim, you must know about them. These three questions, you should answer them in detail. Who is your Lord? Give a detailed answer. Who is your Prophet? Give us a detailed answer of who Muhammad is and what is your religion. Give us the details of your religion. What is halal, what is haram. If you are a Muslim who is unable to give details to those three questions, then you are certainly somebody who is deficient in your Islam. And you need to give focus and time to understanding. Because if you do not do that now, then what will you do in the grave, in the barzakh? When the two angels, Al-Munkar and Nakir, they come and they will ask you those three questions. Who is your Lord? What was your religion? And who is your prophet? Those who are disbelievers, they will not be able to answer in the hadith it mentions. They will say, Ahi, Ahi, كان الناس يقولون شيئا فسمعت فقلت People used to say something, I heard it and I said it, I don't know, I don't know. That is what they will say. So do not be from those who are in disaster and torment. Do not be from those who are ignorant of their religion. You will be asked those questions in the grave. That is absolutely certain. That is absolutely certain because it is revelation from Allah telling us that's what will happen. So be prepared. Be prepared. When a man came to the Prophet ﷺ and said to him, Matasa'a, when is the day of judgment? The Prophet ﷺ said to him, Mada a'adattalaha. What have you prepared for it? Meaning, forget about when the day of judgment is going to be. All you need to focus on is preparing. Keep preparing. Keep doing your deeds and learning your religion and practicing and doing worship. Doesn't matter when it's going to be. Whenever it comes, you need to be prepared for it. That is what the Prophet ﷺ told him when he asked him, when is the day of judgment? The Prophet ﷺ said to him, you just prepare. Prepare and be ready for it. So that is what all of us need to do. All of us need to prepare by learning the fundamentals of our religion. The basics and the principles of our religion. The knowledge of our religion. It is required by necessity. Seeking the knowledge of the religion is required by necessity and obligation. There is a level of knowledge every Muslim must have. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to open up our hearts to that. To make it easy to seek knowledge of this religion. To have understanding of the principles, the basics, the usul. In order that we may be from the successful in this world and in the hereafter.